Hello everybody and welcome to the inaugural episode of Poetry in New Zealand. Today's guest is haiku champion Daniel Morberries. Welcome Dan. Welcome Hi. Dan. Welcome. Uh, would you like to do one of your haikus for us? I'll do it at the end. Okay. I've got yeah. one of them in front of me. Um, I am always late <laughs> holding up offensive signs. Leave me alone, please. Thank you, Dan. That's amazing. That's incredible. No wonder you won the fucking 2018 haiku competition. And we've got, a, we've got a special guest from the number fourth podcast in the New Zealand charts, the Knitting Podcast. <laughs> knitting expert, Daniel Morberries. Hey. Welcome, you Dan. you got a lot of hats on, Dan. A lot of hats. Champion. Is it, is it hard knitting with such little hands? No, it's, quite, it's actually easier. Nimble, nimble little hands, short arms, nimble hands, fast brain. What sticks do you prefer? Uh, the T8000s. Nice. Mm. Very Good nice. cross stitch. Mm. Do you know hey. um, when I was at primary school, they had a knitting, like a sewing class, and I just learned how to do cross stitch, so everything I did was a cross stitch, and then the teacher said it was shit. Man, my sewing teacher despised me. Like, Same. just so much. It was, like, really unfair, I think. Do you think that maybe um, you might have asked for a little bit, though? Uh, perhaps. My, so, my sewing teacher, to punish me once, made me clean all the windows with newspaper. Oh, fuck. fuck. I'd, make you, I'd make you do that if I had a chance. Is that a so, thing? Is, is yeah. That, yeah, that's how you do it. That's some bullshit. It is um, some bullshit. Should we track that person down, Dan? Oh, shit, we long gone. Give him a fucking yeah. hiding. Let's do an episode where we get all our sewing teachers as guests and we'll fucking like... My one was a real prick too. Debate I think them I on told air. you that uh, when I was doing that work for San mm -hmm. and my fucking um, English teacher who basically said I'd never be shit... Walked past this house as I was just shoveling all this gravel into the. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Like, oh, fuck! This is not even my job. Holy Imagine fuck. if they knew that you had made beats for RES. Imagine. You should. Yeah. You should have yelled them at that after them. The only thing, only thing that could have possibly been worse would be them seeing you on PD, probably. <laughs> what about them seeing you on P? <laughs> running down Oni Hunger Moor. On P doing PD. Um, how, not to, <laughs> how not to be an arsehole is I'm available. I'm so glad you're addicted to meth. It's really um, given us a lot of content. How, how, not to, how not to be an arsehole is available on several platforms. Uh, All of them, some people have said. We have a Patreon. We have a Patreon. It's going to hit 100 in the next couple of weeks. We're going to hit 20,000 plays this week. Thank you so much to our listeners, to our patrons. Uh, Dom's been busy doing all sorts of shit, but we'll get some all bonus content. All sorts of bullshit. We'll get some bonus content to you shortly, I imagine. That's why we have to... We're actually recording this episode um, last week, so mm. um, because I have to go on camp to teach children meditation. It's, it's lucky for the listeners that we're pre-recording next week's because otherwise I'd like wank on about MMA heaps after this weekend. Or fucking um, Breaking Bad. Mm. Got another couple of comments about the Breaking Bad episode. Yeah. I don't one, just said, one just said, don't do that again. <laughs> <laughs> well, rest assured, we probably won't. Um, probably that was, will. That was really desperate times. Oh, and other podcast news too where... Um, 
we're arranging a meeting with an important person and we're looking at some ways we can improve the podcast. Like, a lot of people say, how do you improve upon greatness? But there's no, no There's limit. always ways. There's no limits here. I reckon uh, Dan getting back on meth will fucking um, speed things up a bit. Excuse the pun. It could do. Bring the music in, Dan. Welcome back. A little bit older, a little bit uglier. We couldn't get another producer, so Dan's back as well. Look at, look at this, Dan. We can divulge all this now. This is what, this is what Todd's been itching to get into. <laughs> I don't necessarily like him, but I respect him. Well, everyone needs jewelry. He's a maniac. Further to him crippled. It, this is an audio podcast, Don. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Dan? All right, so um, the more astute listeners will notice that we didn't have we don't have a guest. We actually did have a guest. Um, she's yeah. going to be on next week now because um, she didn't feel like coming on. Yeah, which is I, fair enough. No guest, one, no one felt like doing this. Dan was fucking forty five minutes late. Our guest is depressed. Dom's depressed. I'm uh, depressed. Dan and I are doing okay. Um, but yeah, our, our guest. Who was the in. fuck knows what Dan's been up to though? Why were you forty five minutes late? I was fucking three minutes late. First of all, what were you uh, doing? I had to that missing three minutes. Is your mum? Is your mum in town? Yeah, Robin Wallace. Oh, Rob. Oh, is I she, en- is I she enjoying the? Is she still listening to the podcast? No, I don't think so. Oh, really? <laughs> too much, too much meth stuff. Hey, um, <laughs> too much slander. <laughs> oh, come on, come on now, Morberries. Hey, and a last ditch attempt to um, our last minute attempt to drum up some content for this guestless episode. I um. I investigated the James guy who wrote the review of your play, Dom. Oh, is this going to yeah. I, I, I found that he writes like a bit of fan fiction, <laughs> but it's actually about Dan, so he calls it oh, Dan. He calls it Dan fiction. Dan do wanna, fiction. Do you want to hear some? Yeah, I'd love to. Okay. Dan opens up his Zoom application and draws air to his lungs with a sigh. He's sick of this <laughs> shit. If Dom mentions the myth today, he's done. No more Nelson jokes. No more assertions of phony political dalliances. <laughs> upon, entering, upon entering the meeting, he's greeted by Todd's bald head and blank expression. Where's fucking Dom the cunt, exclaims Todd. Dunno, <laughs> says Dan. It's always the same, this dance and its familiar rhythm. Todd fiddling with his broken headphones and cracking open cheap beer. It's kind of comforting, Dan supposes, but his breaking point is near. He needs to crack the ceiling of monotony and fly. Fly like he did in his meth days, or the days where... He, or, the da- fly? <laughs> or the days He's where frozen. he... Or the days where he... Oh, am I back? Go on, from, from the day that he... It's kind of comforting, Dan supposes, but his breaking point is near. He needs to crack the ceiling of monotony and fly. Fly like he did in fly his meth... <laughs> fly like he did in his meth days. <laughs> Or the days where he would court the unwashed at the Nelson dance party, speaking in psychedelic tongues with Mother Nature's children. Dom enters the meeting, (laughs) dishevelled. Time is a stranger to Dom, a guy he met once or twice but decided he didn't like him within seconds or whatever people who don't care for time count. I wasn't 45 minutes late, mate. (laughs) I'd take it up with James. They all hit record. Todd is slow off the mark, but here we are. Dom begins with a riveting diatribe about walking his dog and how much he hates his job. Todd has emerged from another keyboard war with someone who believes Jacinda Ardern was in the Stasi. Dan sits in the masturbatorium, poised. He knows it's coming. (laughs) 
It's like the a, wank pit, James. I've got the mandatorium. <laughs> like a dream and it's chasing you, but you can't see it. It's around every corner and every skip bin behind every door. He's almost zoned out when it hits. Dom is regaling the guest with a familiar tale. While one time Dan was naked on our friend Jared's jujitsu mats. Dan springs to life. He hits mute on everyone's profiles. He is after all the hosts now. Dom is furious. Todd is confused. It's like they're underwater in a car sinking as they press at the windows and scream at Dan to unmute the fucking mics. <laughs> Dan smiles. Serenity painting his face gold. He, as if in slow motion, draws an enormous card from his lap and holds it to the camera. A simple message that speaks of years of torment, freeing the language from his bowel to tell his friends, fuck you. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Uh, this, pretty good with the pen. We should get this James guy on. He's, he's, he's all right. Yeah, hard out. Uh, yeah, I'm a bit worried that... Um, it's painting an unrealistic picture of Dan and his um, exploits, though. Mm. You think that? I, <laughs> I mean, don't think that because I think the guests, they think the guests think that like um, Dan's just a regular person, he but is. he's actually you're not a you're a fucking mysterious, um, peculiar man. And I, I, you know, how long have I known you for? Fifteen years. Give or take. Oh, fuck, I maybe six. Know. Maybe sixteen. I, I met you in two thousand and four. I have, sure no I have no idea what you do. None at all. You've got this pretend job. <laughs> constantly vanishing. Do you have any idea what he does, Todd? I'm Fucking always here. I have no idea what he yeah, does. Yeah, but it's the in-between bits that I'm confused. I know what you're doing when you're here, but what about all the rest of the time? Yeah, that's the, weirdest thing, the weirdest thing is that you don't smoke weed because you seem like such a stoner. Remember when you had that really strong weed and then I smoked it in, before the podcast and that was shit. Which podcast was that? Do you remember what episode? I don't, but I remember it was real shit. Are you smoking some weed now? No, I'm trying to play the little um, monkey whistle thing, oh. but um, I think I've cracked it. Fucking brilliant. Oh, fuck it. Music's not my strong point. All right, what are we going to talk about now we've got no guest? Fucking garbage. Have you seen the so Social Dilemma? What's the Social Dilemma? Oh, that TV oh, it's, show now. It's a... The doco on Netflix, everyone's watching, but it kind of sucks. What's wrong with it? Uh, they have, they've like inserted these like, these acting parts. So this, yeah, it's real fucking weird. I hate the way they do that. Like there's yeah. like, the blueprint for making a good doco is out there. Like fucking Errol Morris came up with it fucking 30 years ago. You don't need to reinvent the wheel. Just if the story's good, just fucking yeah. have some interviews and have some footage if you got it. Or the, or the way to do it, if you do need to fill it out with some, I don't know, like animated stuff works way better in docos, I feel. Nah, see, I hate the animated shit. I just like, they should just be like those fucking, uh, what the fuck is that guy who does the really long, slow documentaries? And Adam he just, Curtis. No, nah, no. Nah, oh, um, Herzog. No, slower and longer. But he <laughs> just, you know, he, he's got, because he's, he, he did the one about the um, American, um, about the sort of migration west in America. And he, so he didn't have any footage. So you just get photos and you just pan across the photo while someone's talking. That's all oh. you need. Yeah. Keep it yeah. simple. Yeah, What the fuck fine. is that motherfucker's name? I'm going to find out what Dan's talking. Keep talking. Oh. I'm, I'm busy. I was mesmerized by <laughs> Ken Burns, that's it. Ken Burns. 
Yeah, all his docos are on Netflix. Really good. Really, if you got a like, a, um, if you're really hungover and mm. you can't move, chuck one of those on. Fucking twelve hours. I used people to people panning across photos. I used to be in jail with a maniac named Kenneth Burns. Really? Maybe it's the same guy. Uh, yeah, it didn't strike me <laughs> as a sort of as a documentary maker. This this character. I've got a documentary maker doing my writing course. Oh yeah. What are they what are they making docos on? Or what have they know. made docos on? I don't know. This podcast is going terribly. This Yeah, it's real. Let's pick it up a bit. Can you cut this bit out then? <laughs> yeah, I'm cutting it all out. My mate was saying that. She's like, why do you even ask him to cut things out? And then he, you just hear you saying, can you cut that out? And then it's not cut out. And I was like, oh, well. And then like once every five weeks, Dan will just insert like just one bit of editing genius. And so like, <laughs> it's like, oh, I know what he's capable of if he applies himself. I know. Other podcasts, man, their producers are putting in music, editing shit, putting mm. effects on their voices. Yeah. like Not our, not our Daniel. They'll emphasize, emphasize. <laughs> Man, I love the effects on like on points uh, the hosts make that that require emphasis, and then it puts some effects on it. Boom. Yeah. Um. Put some, put, yeah. Put some reverb on this bit right here, Dan. There you go. <laughs> Fucking. Did you ever listen to Hannibal Buress's podcast? Nah. Yeah. But, I like Hannibal. That was fucking... I I like him too, but his podcast, he'd just end up doing like freestyles and shit. I think he might have been wasted the whole time. They would just go for like 20 minutes. Oh. Yeah, it sounds like something I could get into. It's okay the first few times, but then, yeah, it's... Yeah. Got real annoying. It's not the 1A, Dan? Nah, I'll go in the opposite direction. I want to start a writing podcast, like teaching writing. That's a good idea. Via podcast. I just don't know if I need a fuck another fucking thing that I'm doing, though. I feel like I've got too many things as it is. Yeah, well, you're barely committed to this, so... Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean a writing podcast? Like, your writing course, but a podcast? No, nah, it'd be like, every week, I reckon you get a writer on, like, so you could get, you know, but all different descriptions oh. of writers and talk about craft, and then I thought you'd give, like, an exercise every week, and... You, you, could get, you could have James as the first guest. You get James on there, um... <laughs> Get those people that write me abusive messages um, on Instagram. Um, Some good ones here. Imagine, like, you're really setting yourself up for a fucking huge headache, eh? Trying to get a, trying to get a guest who's a writer every week. Like, at the moment, at the moment, our guest, you know, criteria is just completely open. Like, we can get any sort of person. And you're, <laughs> you, you wanna you wanna narrow that down to just one? Yeah, but writers person. don't generally get much press, so they'll be real excited about it. It's not like a fucking musician or whatever politician. Yeah, constantly doing interviews. Yeah, sure. Are all those people that comment on your writing course title? Are they all real? Yeah, hard out. They're all like um. Some of them are quite well-known writers too. It's fucking madness. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't boosted one for a while, but because I, I haven't had to, but um, maybe I'll do one again soon. Yeah, like a couple of them that commented, they're like, um, I don't know, kind of mid-tier New Zealand writers that have done a few novels and. Who the people that don't like the name of the. Learn to write good. Yeah. And then one person um, did it, and I was like, look at this fucking moron, and someone was like, private message me said, oh hey man, it's my mum. I was just wondering if you could take that down, please. Oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, fuck you, tell your mum not to be. Because she, she did a hard out one too where she was like, you know, look at this fool, like wants to teach writing, da 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 da. 
<laughs> the funny thing is that, like, I didn't even really realise how grammatically incorrect that's how dyslexic I am when I thought of it originally <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, wait, you're saying that the title was made in earnest? No, it was a joke, but it was oh. kind of like, I, I don't know, it's... I didn't really think about, you know, how, inc- how, how incorrect it was. Right, okay. Because if I did, I probably would have gone further with it. <laughs> if I knew I was going to get this fucking reaction out of people. How can you take that Right, further? good, you. <laughs> <laughs> good, good, right. Oh, shit. That's amazing. Um, I've been dealing with some excellent, excellent users of grammar and spelling. as I On your QAnon journey. Yeah, so you know the the part I read out on the last episode of that mm. post, man, I followed that woman because just her shit's incredible. And is and that the one that can um, teleport or whatever? Like, I think she believes in teleportation, but she believes in clones. She thinks pretty much everyone's executed. She shared. Cool. I saw one post today where she was like photos of Obama and um. Uh, uh, Michelle and Barack being arrested and there's these photos of some people getting arrested and the, the arrestees are blurred out. But even though they're blurred out, you're like, that's not Barack Obama. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you can tell. Um, so it's Do you fun- reckon that now's quite a good time to be a delusional person? Like it's kind of better than in the past because you can really go for it. You'll have other mates. You can connect with other friends with similar delusions. Yeah, well, she seems real stoked. It's like, you know, it's just... She's probably lonely and now she's got heaps of mates. Yeah, so much like religion. Yeah, there's all these other weirdos. I got threatened on her page um, yesterday. Really? By who? Um, Some some guy from... um, He's from a country town in New Zealand, but he had, like, his profile picture, he had a MAGA hat on, and he has some Trump T-shirt on. And it's like, I can understand being interested in US politics, but I wouldn't buy all, what, buy all the what merch. What was his threat? Uh, he was like, pretty much just saying that like, Q is everywhere, there's many of them. And I'm like, all right, dude, like, I, I, I'm sure your army of fucking boomers who sit on their computers all day are terrifying, but <laughs> I'm just, I'm just going to go ahead and not take this threat very seriously. <laughs> um... Yeah, but she, fuck, her page is incredible. It's so entertaining. It's just, and she does about 20 posts per day. Um, That's how you know someone's um, having a good time, eh? Like, <laughs> the vol- good sheer, time mentally. The just sheer, when they're fucking just posting, like... Sheer volume. Yeah, and uh, the length as well. Yeah, and so there's a few things. There's all these patterns emerging in my interactions with these people. And one is like that they'll never answer your questions and they'll just tell you to go do your own research and then you'll say, <laughs> I have done some research and but I'm wondering because you guys are so good at researching if you might answer some of my questions since you're such crack researchers. And then they'll accuse you of being paid to, oh, yeah. to troll their pages and it's like, fuck man, if I could get paid for this, I would definitely accept that. <laughs> But Maybe that's what we can use the Patreon money for. You can uh, quit your job t- and just do that full time. Fuck, it'd be great if we got there, eh? Sign up to the Patreon if you want me to become a full-time Facebook troll. Uh, <laughs> just terrorising boomers with reasonable questions to their fucking... Just fat. So is it mostly older people? Yeah, so, yeah, when you go through and, like, look at some people commenting on this, it's all boomers. Um, True. Largely, almost all boomers. 
What do you think about this, Dan? Todd's new hobby. I love it. It's pretty sick. It's weird that this and gambling is your um your two favorite things to do now. Yeah, my life really took a turn, eh? And it's like <laughs> I never, I never could have predicted this that this is where I would end up at this stage of my life. Like, I'm the happiest I've ever been. I'm more more prosperous than ever, and I guess that allows me to. to You're making like a cool twenty thirty dollars a week on gambling. Yeah, and now I've taken up some. When's new, the big new When's interest. the big payday coming? Uh, you told me that you were building up and then you were going to like put it all on like... Oh, so that's when I was taking it really seriously and I was like putting heaps of time in. But that, though, that's long past. Now, now it's more of a hobby. Do you think you have an obsessive personality? I don't think so. Do you think so? I think that this QAnon um, thing would uh, suggest otherwise. Dan's not doing that shit. Are you, Dan? He might be. When was the last time you put put a whole lot of effort into something? <laughs> Two thousand seven, eh? The R.E.S. album. <laughs> yeah, that was a, that was an immoderate bit of, of that, effort it, as well. It wasn't one of your albums, that's for sure. No, for damn sure. Remember when you put the fucking demo um, track in the hook, and then just released it like that? Fuck yeah, straight. That's a lie. It's not a fucking lie. I'll send you the song. I, I heard... What fucking song was it? Um, I was on that Give Me Five Dollars album. Fucking bullshit. Fucking not, mate. I, I heard an old that song was, of yours the other day, Dom. What's that? I heard an old song of yours the other day. Where, was it? Where did you hear that? Because um, Abraham Coonan did a... Oh, yeah, that, that fucking Halo song. It's it's good. Yeah, it's all right. It's a bit was, embarrassing. Yeah, no, nah, I thought it was Painfully cool. earnest, like I was, I think, and... But fuck, still wrote really good lyrics back then. Mm. The second verse is alright, the first verse is a bit, um, bit all over the place. Yeah, no, I, was, I was well impressed. It but was, no, it was better than I remember it being. Yeah, that usually turns out to be the case, eh, I guess. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. A few songs you go back, ooh, <laughs> might delete that off the fucking face of the earth. Yeah. What's the worst? Because, what's the worst song? I was going to ask Dan, what's the worst song he's ever recorded? <laughs> Probably something I don't want to say. <laughs> well, what, what's the worst that you can say? None of them are bad recording. Like, I don't know. What about, what about, what, what about Tyson and how he used to, um, you know, get quite um, frisky in the booth? Frisky? <laughs> what are you talking about? But he'd come and he'd bring his laptop and be holding it up and he'd be sort of like getting, he'd sort of vibrate a bit while he's rapping and... Oh, yeah. I remember having to squash him in one of my boats, like really push him in there, <laughs> get the door shut. He was a big boy. Yeah. Yeah. Strong too. Did you, did you, were you there when he was bench pressing me? For that photo shoot? No. I'm sure you were there. It was at Jared's house and he was bench pressing me. So for the listeners, this is um, Tyson Tyler. He's a rapper. Mm. Um, big boy. Would have been. What about we, me and him had to share a room in Nelson. <laughs> he wanted to watch the TV all the time, and I turned it off, and he got upset. <laughs> One of the best times I've ever recorded was J One when he wanted like a sprawled out deck chair and a blanket, and he like wrapped himself up and got the mic like hanging in front of his face, and he just lay there, and he ended up falling asleep. <laughs> so wow. Did he do some good reps? Course. Were those in his high vis days, or? Yeah, he was definitely <laughs> he was wearing a high vis under the blanket. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Fucking oh, amazing. Shit. 
Did you guys listen to that Prince Paul podcast yet? Oh, no, I haven't. So. I feel like I've heard it before. You haven't, because it's new. I've been busy. No, he hasn't done another podcast before? Open Mike Eagle has. He's got his own podcast where he interviews lots of rappers. They're quite good, but um, no, nah, this, this podcast is relatively new. What have you described yourself as an Open Mike Eagle in your early rap days, Tom? Just wandering around, like surveying the land from the skyscape. Looking for mics to to rip. I did, I did like I did like just getting on a mic wherever it was. You're pretty. Remember one time I went to this party and they had a um it was like a reggae party and they had everyone was playing reggae and so they play the seven inches on the on the A side it's the vocal and on the B side it's the instrumental, mm. and then I was my turn to rap and they were like and they were playing the vocal and they're like no you gotta wait for the instrumental bro and then I just fucking grabbed the mic and just started rapping really badly and drunkenly over the um fucking uh, vocal and then they tried to beat me up. Jesus, I um a lot of a lot of my um, early rapping days ended with that. Yeah, yeah. So you guys know I've like been spending my time pretty constructively, but you don't. <laughs> but, but you don't know everything I've been up to. So last night I watched like a thirty-minute Vice documentary on the origins of the Shaggy song. It wasn't me. <laughs> of what song? A Shaggy song. It wasn't me. Oh, well, well, that came up in my face. <laughs> it's, was it's, it enlightening? Yeah, it was kind of interesting, man. Like, what about um, on that Prince Paul podcast? And he's talking about because um, he made those. He made some albums with Chris Rock, and mm. there's like um, they're talking about this one song, and it's like a parody of like a um, like a Puff Puff Daddy song. And then he's like, and who was the rapper on that song? And it was the guy from fucking CNC Music Factory. And Prince Paul was mates with him and just got him on. And this is in like 99 or something. Oh, and just got shit, him on to do a rap on it. Amazing. <laughs> for our younger listeners, um, go and Google CNC Music Factory for What was their big time. song? I can't remember. don't remember the name of it. I can think of the tune. They had a huge, How does it go, Dan? huge song. Come on, Dan, just hum it. Something. You know, come back no. to us. Something about dancing. Is it like Everybody Dance Now or something? Yeah. There was a lot of songs that had that, though. Yeah. Sure. But Around that, that time. And a lot of songs called um, Let's Get Funky. Yeah. I believe it. I never made one called that myself, but I was thinking about it. A little it. bit before our time. Um, the Greens have said they've drawn a line in the, the sand with Labour and have said they won't coalesce unless their wealth tax is, is implemented. What if that means Labour goes with New Zealand first? Jesus Christ. They don't want to tax the wealthy. I know they don't. The fuck, they are the fucking wealthy. Yeah. Oh, bloody homeowners. Fucking homeowners. Mm. Dude. <laughs> ah, they, would, they couldn't coalesce with another party, could they? Uh, I wouldn't put it past them, but... Yeah, it kind of makes you wonder, like... Because, um, what's his name? David Seymour is doing quite a good job of sort of you know, rebranding himself as mm. kind of like the fun guy, mm. you know? He's, he's, got, he's very much got like that Boris Johnson thing going on, you know? Where, Formless fuckwit. Yeah, and just everyone's kind of like, oh, he's silly and harmless. And then yeah. until he takes the reins of power and then you're like, oh, he's evil and nasty. Honestly, I think libertarians are the most dangerous people because, and I know we've talked about this before, but they really want to have the reins of power 
Um, but, you know, like, they don't want... Like, they, they are the people that are going to really gut society because they sort of don't really believe in it, but they still want that structure so that they can maintain their power. Whereas at least with, like, a traditional conservative person, I mean, obviously they're abhorrent, but they sort of, they sort of believe in, in a society to some degree. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no matter what way you fucking dice it, like, the libertarian's utopia is just a fucking, like, hell for most people. And it just wouldn't work. It wouldn't, like, it no. would just fall over in fucking minutes. Yeah, what, what do they say <clears throat> it'll turn into? What, what's it? Feudalism, eh? Hard out. Like, like, but I think that's probably what they want, though. Yeah. but A lot what? of them, at least. You must have a pretty lofty opinion of yourself to be like, ah, oh, man, I'll take my chances with feudalism. Fuck, I saw someone, um, oh, I won't say whose it was, but someone, someone had posted something on their page and someone had come in with some libertarian shit and there was a big argument and then someone else came in and was like, hey, man, have you looked into a socialist libertarian and all this? And I was just like, why can't you just be a fucking socialist? Like, why do you have to add libertarian, which basically says that you're a selfish asshole to it, you know what I mean? Yeah, what, what does that even mean? It's just people that, like, listen to metal and smoke weed and go on Reddit. Like, it's just, like... No offence to people that do that. They're nice people because I actually know some, but... It's just that kind of vibe, you know? It's just, yeah. like, the, lonely fucking cunt. The Opportunities Party give off a bit of a socialist libertarianism vibe? Yeah. Fuck, I was hanging out with someone who I think is real cool, and they said that they didn't mind some of the um, top policies. Yeah. And I was just like, What? No, like, come on. But I mean, like... Uh, so you just look at those fucking idiots, like, the oh. way they look. Did you see that photo of them when they had that meeting? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, at that cafe. Yeah, it's just like, yeah. get the fuck out of here. It's, um, it's like, I don't know, for, for people who would be greens if they didn't have so much money invested in cryptocurrency. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the people that go to, like, um... They'd go to like a sort of a fetish sex ball, but one that's like really PG. That's the vibe I got from it. Yeah. Like they definitely, some of those people own latex trousers. Yeah. No Not offense, to kink King. shame, but yeah, they look like some, some <laughs> weird perverts. Yeah, but not really, com not like fully committed to it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like they like to talk about it, but um, <laughs> Crypt you know. crypto perverts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Dan. I feel like doing this bit much. Mm. For Dan, yeah. We, no, Dan's not a crypto pervert. He's just full, full fledged. Dan looks like he could run, run for a seat for. Was it you trousers. that made the music for for porn one time? No. Who was that? Or did I? Um, I um, did I dream that? Did you? No, see, I'm sure that's someone you made. Did you see? Porn. Did you see the the story about the MMA commentator, the former MMA commentator, yeah, yeah, who, who ended up commentating porn for um, blind people? But I think it was just what? like an advertising gimmick. So he was actually he was actually making fun of blind people. Oh damn, that's pretty awful. Yeah. But yeah, he had. Well, was he like weirdly aggressive? Uh, I, don't I don't know. know. I haven't I haven't watched it surprisingly, but um. Yeah, but he had to do a play-by-play -play for the porn. Oh, it'd be sick if it, he did kind of commentate it like like it was sport. Wouldn't you want like someone sexy to be commentating your porn though? Yeah, I'd imagine so. Like, maybe it's just because I'm a man, but I definitely imagine a woman's voice doing it. Not, not some um, M not, not some commentator. MMA commentator jacked up off monster. Maybe I'll write drinks. some erotic fiction for you, Todd, and see if I can get you turned on. 
Yeah, please. Um, it's not, <laughs> not likely. What do you think about that, Dan? <laughs> you say not likely. Uh, I think it would take me back to that nightmarish time where I was having sex and then one of your songs came on and I was just like... Oh, what about the nightmarish time where I woke up and you were dry humping me and it was when you were really fat so I couldn't get you off me? Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I remember that. I apologise for that on your birthday, on the birthday episode. I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't mind. I'm just saying. Yeah. It was quite a time. Didn't know you very well then either. Uh, it's, I was like, it's just something that Todd does in his sleep. No, but I think that's the only time that's happened in my life. Um... What was I going to say? My um, poetry book got um, read out into a thing for deaf people. Oh, yeah. Wait, read out for deaf people? Blind people. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> I was really confused for a second there. Sorry, I'm a bit stoned. Um, but, yeah, they... Um, and apparently they got heaps of requests for it, which was cool. Oh, yeah, nice. So... Um, any any um, blind people that are listening to this, you can go to I don't know what that is, but you'd, the blind people would obviously know, um, and you can get, listen to the book. They obviously know what where to get the book. Well, because I think it's where you get all of them. There's like a, a cl it's like a library for um, yeah blind people to listen to books. Oh yeah, sweet. Um, the <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. Did you did you see your doppelganger I posted to the Instagram? Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. Did you see it? Why, am I, why are my doppelgangers all like real fucking ugly? Yeah. Oh, kind of a handsome doppelganger. Well, what does that tell you, Dom? When I was in Iceland, he was a handsome doppelganger. Uh, and he's like a um, he was modelling all the like the um, woolen jumpers. Okay, they got different beauty standards over there, right? <laughs> they certainly do. <laughs> um, if people wanna if people wanna see Dom's doppelganger, search up on the New Zealand New Zealand Herald. Cult leader arrested after Russian authorities refute his claim of being the Messiah. Say he's a very naughty boy. <laughs> he you used to even have like you used to often wear a hoodie that he's wearing in this photo. <laughs> Same. Oh, well. I don't think I'd be a very good cult leader though. I don't have the sort of um, patience for fucking idiots. Who'd be the best cult leader we know? Um, I think Christina would be really good. Christina yeah. Christina from the um, Kindness Slash Meanness Institute. Oh, yeah, she'd be really good, wouldn't she? Because people, people um, love following her. And, yeah. But, and she um, can, she, like, she can warm the coldest of individuals. Mm. I reckon Caleb, one of our other guests. Yeah. Uh, mayonnaise. A violent, could, um, violent cult. Yeah. Fighty yeah. cult. Um... Yeah, his cult would have some sort of blood ritual to... to um, <laughs> I've to definitely hung out with him you. before where he's taken his shirt off and held at the moon when he's been wasted. Yeah, it's cultish behaviour. One time we went to a bar and, um, in Melbourne, this is years and years ago, and we'd taken ecstasy. And there were only like this group of like three women in the bar and they were with this one guy. And I was like, well, we should go and talk to them because, uh, you know... And then we went up and he did a dive roll and popped up and punched a dude in the face. And then I was like, yeah. Glad That's you did amazing. that. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I just got so much energy and I hate that prick. Um, Tom Scott could start a cult, but he'd probably get disinterested in it pretty quickly, I feel. And then yeah. they'd, they'd be left to their own devices. They'd be like, uh, Tom, come like, out of Tom, come out of your yurt and give us some direction. He'd be like, oh, <laughs> "Can't be fucked. Why did I start this?" Here's some existential crisis. Yeah, I was trying to think. I reckon there must be someone else who know that'd be good. 
Maybe that's what... I definitely know some people that would join a cult pretty quick. Yeah, well, that's become pretty evident over these recent months. You ever had any culty kind of stuff going on, Dan? No, Dom. You sure? No cult stuff. Pretty sure. I guess you're quite strong in the old mind, though, aren't you? Mm. Thanks. It's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. You said nicest things to that. Strong in his old head. Yeah. Remember when you... Um, Oh, no, that wasn't a nice thing to say, actually. <laughs> <laughs> what are you drinking, Dan? Kombucha. Do you think this is the worst podcast we've done so far? I reckon we're, I reckon we're done worse. No, we have definitely done worse. What about yeah. that one where um, we had um, Scott and... Um, ah. That was pretty bad. Was it... Who was with Scott? Jeremy. Oh yeah, that's Jimmy right. Potts. That was a and, and do you remember? Podcast. Do you remember we were very excited because we we're like, oh, these two are such characters, and then they kind of got there and they just clammed up. Didn't say anything. No. Nah, yeah. When we had Elliot Stewart on, he didn't really say anything. Mm. I think he was having some kind of panic attack. Yeah, maybe he's being careful because. The... What about when I smoked Dan's really strong weed and I couldn't think of anything to say? <laughs> I don't. The remember. one we had with Izzy was pretty bad. Was it? You were just fan. Oh, you're just fanboying him over him. Yeah, he was talking about how he's the greatest in the world, and I was just really exhausted because he's been podcasting all day. Yeah, but he is the greatest in the world now. Yeah, it doesn't really make for exciting listening, though, does it? Oh, I, I don't know. I'm the greatest podcast. I felt that he was more vulnerable off. Like remember when he um, first turned up? Mm. He's been more. Maybe we should try and get him back on again. Yeah. Oh, God, should. I dropped my porcelain fucking... Him, I'd, I'd, like to, I'd like to talk to the coach. Eugene? Yeah. He doesn't like doing interviews, though. Uh, I think he's warm to it now. He seems, really? to be, he seems to be doing a lot more, yeah, and he's such Maybe when we tell him how few people listen to our podcast, he'll be into it. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's doing some real big ones, and he seems way more comfortable now, and he's such an interesting guy. Can you make a sting, Dan, that every time I say something funny, it's like... Mm-hmm. So you get to and use you can it. go through every podcast and just insert it every time I've said a good joke or even a bad joke, you know. And maybe Sorry. you can um, edit some laughing of Todd and then put that under the bad jokes as well, so the makes so it sort of funny. I and I look like I have a bad sense of humour. Hey, look, we've all got we've all got to sacrifice um, for the greater good, Todd. Yeah, I guess so. That's a that's a hit I'm willing to take. Um, they, they only indicted one of the officers that shot Breonna Taylor mm. to death, um, but not even for murder or manslaughter for some other bullshit charge. We didn't, for shooting into the apartment, we felt. Yeah. It was probably so, notifying or something. It was like endangering. Fuck, they had a controller. So crazy. Askew sent me a video the other day of like all the militias gathering, I think in Missouri or somewhere. Yeah. And it's, it's just fucking nuts. Like, the police are nowhere. There's just all these civilians, like, civilian militias, like, in flak vests with, like, uh, automatic weapons and just multiple weapons on them per person. And they're just like, we're protecting this building. And then it flashed over and it went to this African-American militia. And they're, like, all weaponed up and then there's a civil rights lawyer there and he had a machine gun and then a pistol on his hip 
And they're like, uh, isn't that strange that a lawyer needs to be armed? And he's like, well, yeah, they've been threatening to like blow my brains out. And it's just, it's just the most insane scenes, just people everywhere with fucking guns. I guess it's just that country going to its sort of logical conclusion, you know? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. What's going to happen, eh? Is it just going to fall completely into fascism or is it... I, I don't know. I think, like, whatever way the election goes, there's going to be some pretty major fallout, right? Yeah, I mean, it's hard to imagine that all those armed fuckwits are just going to stand down if Trump loses. Hmm. I see, it's hard to imagine those armed fuckwits will just stand down if Trump loses. Yeah, I think some people are going to get hurt. But um, also, I guess that, you know, they're a bunch of cowards that aren't trained, so if they, if they really wanted to, they could probably get rid of them quite quickly. Yeah. I'm, I'm obviously real interested in what will happen to all the anonas um, if Trump loses. But, I mean, they seem pretty happy to just, like... They just keep shifting the goalposts, so they're like, oh, this person's going to be arrested and put in Gitmo, and then it doesn't happen, so they just pretend it, it's happened and that the person is a clone now. So when, tr when Trump loses, they'll probably just be like, oh, this is part of the plan, he's going deep cover, um, they're still fighting the cabal. It'd be interesting, like... The people... I'm interested in the people that support, like, the public party and... Mm. Um, Billy TK, but who aren't like I've seen a couple of them who aren't really au fait with the fucking QAnon stuff. It's but, like, what do they think is going on? They're not into QAnon, but they're well. I I think that they like they don't think they fully under, they don't really understand what it is or like yeah yeah because I've seen people I've seen a couple of people we know without name anyone um, post that have that public party shit and then people come on us you know, brought up QAnon stuff and they're like, oh, what do you, what do you mean? Like, what do you, you Yeah, know? yeah, right. Yeah, I think, yeah, because I think a lot of people flirt with it and they don't like, as they proclaim to do, I don't think they do actually research. They just see a post and then they're like, oh, that's a thing that I believe now. Yeah. Um, so I think there's heaps of people who are just like, see a post, believe it, and that's kind of their buzz now, but, yeah, I I had a salient point to make. Um, it's just all fucking fantasy. It's so weird. So when it's shattered, yeah, I don't know what will happen. I, I um, with the public party because they're not going to do fuck all in the election, obviously. But I guess people like Billy T K will want to keep grifting, so they'll still be. Uh, going after, like, you know, some sort of public profile with a... I think it probably depends how badly they lose, though, you know? Yeah, they, well, they polled at 1% the other day, so... Which is actually not that bad, considering, like, that they've only just turned up. But, I mean, if they, you know, but that doesn't mean that those many, that many people vote for them, and I think, judging by a lot of their fucking followers and shit, you know, like, a lot of those people probably won't even vote anyway... Um, yeah. Because yeah. if they do appallingly at the polls, you can imagine it would just dissipate like all those other crazy parties. Yeah. Because who was the one last election with that fucking weirdo and he turned out he was some kind of sex creep? Don't know. Do you remember that one? Or some kind of conservative party. Nah. Oh, that rings a bell, but I can't remember who it was. And then he was like, I think he was like, 
harassing sex workers or doing something. Do you remember that, Dan? No. Mm. And every election, there's sort of like someone like that comes along. Mm. I think even scarier than um, or stranger than uh, public party, or sorry, they're advanced now, polling at 1%, as new conservatives were polling at 2%. Really? Yeah. Which is... Because um, I can kind of understand people getting caught up in the advance public party thing, like they've really latched onto something. But to be a new conservative follower, I think is a bit more of a steadfast kind of strange and awful belief. Yeah. Like that, this is just always... I don't know, but I, I know, because I think like... Like, the advanced party is insanity. Mm. Like, it's pure insanity. So you, either you have to be insane or, like, really uneducated to, to get into it. Yeah. Whereas the new conservatives, I mean, it's just like, you're just like a hateful bigot, and there's plenty of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You the, know, I, I, don't, I don't think that it's any more... It's not really that much more extreme than a lot of nationals' policies. They've just got the mask off, you know? Yeah. Oh, that, that solo mother's policy is fucking... This, What's that one? This topic. Where they would get solo mothers and house them with, like, good families or, I, I presume, Christian families and um, yeah. teach them how to parent. And, they, and there's this weird shit in it about them not being allowed guests or boyfriends and stuff. So it's like, it's the handmaiden's tale, pretty much. Sure. <laughs> But, I mean... That's fucking... That's kind of just taking what we already have and extrapolating it, you know, really, because you, if you're on the dole, like how they police who your fucking partner mm. is and shit, you know what I mean? And like, um, and how fucking Labour just refuse to get rid of that. So it's not like, obviously it's extreme and it's horrible and stuff, but it's not, I don't know. Yeah, I saw, I saw some, someone shared on Twitter yesterday some forms from like Centrelink, which is Australia's um, uh, version of WINS. And it was like about a flatting situation and it was asking like if you'd had sex with or sexual relations with any of the people you live with. It's <laughs> <laughs> so fucking intrusive. And like if you, you know, you and your flatmate accidentally fucked or whatever, that should have no bearing on your financial situation. Or even if you're like fucking heaps, not by accident. I should, yeah, like it's not the government's business who you're fucking. Nah, it's so fucking strange. I always find it weird that people that are honest in those forms, eh? Like, mm. I know someone that went on the dole for the first time and they, they told them actually how much they were paying and that they had a partner and all this. I was like, nah, man, you lie about all that shit. Like, yeah. don't fucking... It'd be funny if you did, like, say, yeah, I'm having sex with my flatmate and then they hit your flatmate up and were like, oh, you have to give him some money now. <laughs> <laughs> You snitched on your flatmate. Get you a, a flatmate with a good job. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry, Fuck, but... Fuck, maybe I'll come move into your house, Dan, and say having sex with you, and you can support yeah. me. All sorry, right. Dan, you've got to pay my rent now. Fuck, I'll, I'll move... My I'll move into the wank pit. They, they cut my... Um, well, now your cat's on the way out. I could just take over um, from its job. Yeah. Blazing around. It'll be an opening soon. Yeah. I, I had... Yeah. I had winds go Don't, hard, don't gloss hard over this, Todd. I'm fucking... I found, I found my new calling. What? 
Sorry, what are you saying, Todd? I had wins investigate me when I was living with my partner back in the day. What did they do? Oh, I can't remember the details very vividly, but I just remember it was fucking nuisance. It was real intrusive um, and insulting and undignified to sit in fucking wins in front of some asshole asking, answering questions about my personal life. Yeah. It's like, get fucked. Yeah. How did that come about? Like, did they just... I can't remember, like... Uh, I think because my partner applied for a job at Wins. They were like, who's this deadbeat you got hanging around? Yeah. He didn't have a job. That was just after we'd moved and I'd had the caseworker that was a fan of my music who just, like, was so good to me. Fuck, you've got a few, you have a few people in, like, um, bureaucracy who've liked your music and hooked yeah. you up. Yeah, there was a time I got, like... Uh, my warrants for my arrest fucking done away with through music. This hasn't happened to me and Dan, has it, Dan? Uh, I've probably tempted fate more times than you guys, so my odds of um, getting, getting lucky... I don't think the fans of my art are um, in positions of power in general. Mm, yeah, I wouldn't assume that many of mine are either. <laughs> <laughs> Just people are sitting in the highest offices listening to some Louis Nux. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Uh, fucking Louis Nux. Hey, it's good for oh, you. Should we wrap this up? I've got to go make some tacos. Yeah. Um, rest assured, listeners, if you're still here with us, that... Um, Fuck, there's no one listening to this. We're Let's working... We're, we're, Everyone's <laughs> long gone. We're working on, <laughs> working on these improvements. Hey, Dom, you, yeah. you take care of yourself, mate. You're going camping. I know you're frail and a bit frazzled. But come back to us. Right. Come back to us in one, I've got a, one I've got piece. A stick and a torch. That's all you need. Good man. Adios. All right. Bye bye. See ya. Oh, that was sad, Dan. <laughs>